Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays by the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on supply trends, category updates, brand awareness, and what's hot in the market. Join us each week from San Francisco Bay, California, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Dan, the Produce Man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays, brought to you by Equifruit Fair Trade Bananas and Buck Naked Onions. Well, one holiday down, two to go. Today, we have a guest with us who started her produce career working for me. That's right, at Dan's Fresh Produce many years ago. And she has continued on the adventurous path of fresh produce. Her name is Carrie Rouse. She has been in the produce business for 13 years and counting. Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays. Thank you. Glad to be here. And you're with New Seasons Markets in Oregon. Yep. What do you do for New Seasons Markets? Uh, I am an assistant produce manager at one of the stores. It's a fairly small Portland area grocery chain. I think there's about 15 stores altogether, and I'm in produce at one of them. So it's the day after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. We all know that the day before Thanksgiving for any grocery retailer is Black Friday. Oh my period. gosh. I mean, it's just the busiest day of the year. Yeah. Tuesday is just as busy as Wednesday is. Those two days are just nuts. Yeah, it is. And sourcing product this year, there were predictions that it would be pretty bad, but we had everything. Yeah. We uh, we, we had to go through some outside sources to get some things. We had to uh, pre-order yams to make sure we had yams. And cremini mushrooms were pretty hard to find this year, but you know, we had everything that everyone needed. Yeah. And the mushroom situation is getting worse because... Because they can't get the substrate to grow them on. It's stuck on ships. All right. Well, and then, yeah, the the other problem that we're having is our main mushroom supplier up here recently redid their whole grow system. So they weren't even prepared to produce the quantities that were needed. Well, better luck next year. Well, you know, there's there's chanterelles and there's white mushrooms and there's shiitakes. There's tons of stuff out there for people, though. Yeah, there's varieties. There just may not be the certain ones that uh, everyone is looking for. It's too bad, you know, because we have have these gourmet mushroom growers. I mean, here in the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area, we have mycopia and far west fungi and those. Yeah, we get mycopia up here too. Okay. And are they growing up there or are they just shipping up there? I think they're just shipping up here. We get trumpet mushrooms and packages of chef sampler variety packs from them. Yeah, I always like their variety. They do a great job. So Carrie, why don't we tell the folks what it takes, what it's like to open up a produce department in a grocery store because folks don't realize all the things that are involved that we do in the mornings to get the produce fresh and ready for their pleasant shopping experiences. Oh, well, um, we start at 4 or 5 a.m. Somebody gets there to take apart the shelving that all of the vegetables are on and clean everything and restock it before we open. The main delivery we get each day arrives at about 6.30 in the morning, but we get deliveries from lots of different sources throughout the day, throughout the week. But the big delivery is first thing in the morning and you have to break down pallets of stuff in the cooler and rotate it all and stack it all and label it all. And it's a lot of really heavy lifting and cold, wet work first thing in the morning. Cold, wet work 
first thing in the morning, folks. And that's just the first delivery. And then you get deliveries throughout the day from, what, various vendors and various farms, right? When people go into a store and they look at the produce department and they see this vast array of produce, they don't realize that so many different growers and wholesalers and vendors are bringing in all that produce from all different places that it's coming from and different farms to put it together on that beautiful artist's palette. The local deliveries are the ones that come throughout the day. The big main delivery in the morning comes from our main warehouse, but we still get deliveries of local greens or herbs or basil. A lot of herbs and greens and basil. In the summer, we get deliveries of berries all day. Huge deliveries of berries that can show up whenever the farmer has some to deliver them. And that's the beauty of a local regional chain. You can do pretty much what the big supermarkets can't do. Are you still getting boysenberries? Are any of the growers up there still growing and harvesting boysenberries? I haven't seen them in a couple of years. We used to get some local ones, but the farm grew and they just stopped producing them because it is so labor intensive and it's also a very perishable crop. Boy, oh boy, are they good. Yeah, uh, Oregon's great for berries. I, when I moved up here, I didn't realize the variety of berries that were available. A lot of them don't get shipped out of the area either because there's no market for them or they don't transport very well. But in the summer, we get boysenberry, marionberry, tayberry, alali berry. I think that's the right way of saying it. Um, All different kinds of strawberries, like hood strawberries and Mary's Peak strawberries and all the different raspberries and currants and blueberries. And it's just the berries alone are a full-time job. Grown and consumed. Grown, sold, and consumed right in the same area. Never leaving the area. That's beautiful. I am going to make a trip to New Seasons Market one day. I'm just going to walk in, make sure it's you're, it's not your day off. I'm just walking <laughs> up the store and see you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to come up for berry season, you should uh, be here in June or early July. Carrie Rouse is with us with New Seasons Markets in the Portland metro area in Oregon, both sides of the river. And she is in the produce department, and they're darn lucky to have her. So it's after Thanksgiving. You have turkeys on your property that you raise and eat. Yep. Now, you said before in a conversation that was not on the air about how you have these heritage turkeys, because they have, what I think you said they have more personality or... This is our second year raising turkeys. Last year, we did a batch of bronze turkeys, which are just for meat. They don't do well living more than a few months. They grow too big too fast. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. So I liked them so much that I wanted to get some turkeys that I could keep year round. So this year, we did five bronze turkeys that are in the freezer now. And I have three heritage breed turkeys. They're called blue slates and they're much more wild than the bronze turkeys. They retain a lot of their natural instincts and they can fly. (laughs) The bronzes can't fly and they're a lot of fun. I love them. I'm going to keep these ones year round and hopefully they will lay some eggs next year and we can have some new turkeys next year and either eat the eggs or possibly sell the poults. Baby turkeys are called poults. I could sell the poults or raise them for the freezer. So 
having them year-round has a lot of benefits. Turkey eggs are the best eggs I've ever eaten in my life. I've had them twice. I used to go out to Willie Bird and get turkeys for my store, and the guy there used to give me some of the eggs. You know, take these eggs, man. They're really good. <laughs> and wow. And then they just stopped doing it. Well, that's great. The heritage are the pets. And so folks don't know the heritage turkeys. Those are the ones that we see in the classic artist depictions, you know, old pictures of pilgrims and Indians and the first Thanksgivings and the whole bit is usually a heritage turkey with their fanned feathered, what do you call that part, Carrie? The tail. Okay, the fanned fanned tail. Yeah, the ones I have are actually gray. They're not brown. They're uh, Nice. Yeah, they're beautiful gray birds, and two of them have little black speckles all over them. Wow, sounds lovely. I'd love to see those birds. Folks, Carrie Rouse is with us. This is Fresh from the Field Fridays. I'm Dan, the Produce Man. We're going to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back right after this. Welcome to Equifruit, an importer and marketer of fresh bananas. Equifruit is committed to 100% fair trade, which means no crummy wages, super safe working conditions, and nothing but love for the ladies. Driving innovation through impossible to ignore merchandising, Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. Everyone, we have an APP out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by Owyhee Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please, let's catch this buck naked onion. Hey folks, you're listening to Fresh from the Field Fridays from the Produce Industry Podcast. Our guest is Carrie Rouse from New Seasons Markets in the Portland metro area of Oregon. Carrie, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Our stomachs are full. Yes. Nobody wants to go grocery shopping. It's no. probably the most dead time Absolutely. for any grocer. Yes. So between now and like a week before Christmas, it's actually very quiet mm-hmm. in the produce departments. And you throw competition from home delivery services on top of that, and it can be very quiet. So what are some of the things that you're doing at New Seasons to get the folks to shop? And what are some of your favorite local items that are in season now? in Oregon? Not a whole lot is in season right now. We do have some local greens, but those are kind of petering out as the weather takes a turn. The big one for me right now are chanterelle mushrooms. That's the the big exciting thing. Citrus season is starting, but it's not grown in Oregon. So we do have a lot of citrus and a lot of new citrus coming in. But as far as local produce, this is kind of the the quietest time of the year for it. What about apples and pears? Though you got to have some great apples and pears, even if they're not harvesting now, they're in storage. Oh yeah, the apple and pear season is winding down, but we still do have a lot of variety. Well, but are there local varieties of pears that maybe you get in the stores there that aren't widely distributed, or are you just do you just deal with the major varieties? Um, there's the major varieties. Bartlett's pretty much done. We have D'Anjou and Bosque. My favorites are Concord and Comis. We also, yeah, we also get little seckle pears and Pharrell pears and different kinds of red pears like star crimson and red D'Anjou's. I don't know how many of them are widely distributed. I do know that in California, you can get most of those. Well, yes. But remember, the Pear Bureau Northwest, USA Pears, they are in Milwaukee, Oregon. So 
That yep. is where they are headquartered. Yep. And uh, a lot of pairs out of Oregon, Northern Oregon, uh, Washington, even Idaho, which you don't see a lot, and a lot of great apples out of Idaho throughout the year as well. So, all right. So, are you guys doing any? Online, I mean, a lot of stores and independent markets are teamed up with somebody, their Mercado or something. We have a partnership with Instacart. We have people that work for New Seasons, but only do the Instacart in-store shopping. And then um, the people come and pick it up. There are Instacart shoppers that are independent that come into the store a lot, that come in and do the shopping and then deliver it to people. But I think it's interesting that we have permanent Instacart shoppers that are are my coworkers that they work for Instacart, but they work for New Seasons too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Get yeah. a double paycheck, I guess, right? I don't think they get a double paycheck. It <laughs> <laughs> would be nice, so wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I might I might think about doubling up on what I do then. <laughs> I know it's hard to answer this question, but what are some of your favorite things to do in the produce department? Oh, I love talking about food. I love talking about farms, farmers. I love knowing the farmers by their first names. There's this one farm near us. I know the three generations of people that have owned it for decades. I love talking about challenges that they're having. People come in and they say, how come you don't have any hood strawberries? And I talk about the weather or shipping problems or problems at the borders. Sometimes we're having a lot of things that were coming from Australia that we couldn't get. Late season Australian citrus, which is gone now, but was a a thing in the summer that we had. I love talking about recipes. I love talking about cooking produce, storing produce. People ask, you know, what do I do with these mushrooms when I get them home? How do I make this mango get ripe, (laughs) things like that. So you're there to educate the customer, to make them feel welcome and as well, and to just make their shopping experience so pleasant that they'll always want to come back. Several Christmases ago, I don't know exactly how many, a customer came in just a couple of days before Christmas and she said, I'm going to my family's dinner and I need a salad and I don't know what to do. And she and I just kind of walked around and by the time time she left, we had come up with a salad that sounded so good that I made that salad for Christmas. And I still, I I still think about that salad. It was so good. I want to do it again this year, I think. Butter lettuce, red grapefruit, avocado, watermelon radish, and I think maybe some fennel slivers, maybe, maybe not, but that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, definitely some thinly sliced shallots soaked in Meyer lemon juice. Oh, my goodness. And just like a, a light vinaigrette, and it was amazing. Oh, wow, Carrie. That does sound fantastic. And the, the colors, it was all red and green, which is very Christmassy. The uh, watermelon radish and the red grapefruit and the avocado and the butter lettuce. Man, wonderful. Oh man. It's just nice that a smaller chain retains the people that are really into it, that are you know interested in it, consume it, enjoy it, and can share it with others. And that's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. And you can always tell a produce person. Sometimes we have to, we'll, we'll lose a clerk or something and we have to hire a new person. And you know, you've got people that maybe have no experience working in a produce department, but they definitely have the interest and the passion for produce. And sometimes you interview somebody that's been at it longer than you have that was a department manager at a at another local chain. And we have a lot of people that move around between grocery stores finding the right store for them. Hey, Carrie, you're also quite the artist. 
you did a wonderful logo for me many years ago. Are you still doing art? Is anyone commissioning you these days? Are you focused on other things? What are you up to? Because you're an amazing artist. Thank you. Uh, well, between working full time and having a three-year-old, I don't find myself with much time these days for art in general. I think in the past few years, I've done a couple of pet portraits and a couple of sweatshirt designs, and that's about it. I still do it, just not a lot and not not getting paid too much. <laughs> yeah, Because you're an artist, you build amazing displays and really make a produce department look fantastic. That's a treat that they're getting from you there over at New Seasons Markets. Folks, if you're in the area, if you've never been in the New Seasons, well, now's the time to go in and say hello to Carrie. And if you're not in one of the ones that she's in, well, then go into another one and get yourself some fresh produce because they care about the produce. They love the produce. So it's always going to be fresh and you're also going to get a good variety as well. Carrie, Carrie Rouse. Dan, thank you, Dan. (laughs) Appreciate you coming on Fresh from the Field Fridays today. Oh, it was great to be here. Thank you. Hey, folks, that wraps up this week's Fresh from the Field Fridays, brought to you by Equifruit Fair Trade Bananas and Buck Naked Onions. Be sure to tune in to the Produce Industry Podcast every Monday with Patrick Kelly, as well as the Produce Industry Show on YouTube, and you gotta get the Produce Industry app. Download that one right now. Also, you can check out my YouTube channel called Dan the Produce Man, and all my social media can be found at DanTheProduceMan.com. Until next week, this is Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. You've been listening to Fresh from the Field Fridays with Dan the Produce Man. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast and at Dan the Produce Man. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.